Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and hopeful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I am here in the glorious, beautiful, basement-dwelling, Pleasant Picture Studio with my man... Hi. Mr. Eric Robertson. Hi. I didn't say how sexy and gorgeous and beautiful you are. Does that make you feel bad? And I even took a shower this morning, so... I know. See, that's the thing. I've set you up now. If I don't say it, you're like, am I not sexy and gorgeous and beautiful today? I feel pretty okay. (laughs) What are we talking about? We are so excited to have you guys. Thank you so much for being here. This is episode 47, and today we are talking about how to freaking get results. Like, what am I even talking about? That's like a good question just to have in general. What am I even talking about? (laughs) Like, that should just be the overarching question of my life. But what we're going to talk about specifically in this podcast is how to get results in what Every area of your life you want results in. Do you want more results in your business? Do you want more results parenting your children? Like, and results not just like things happening, but things that you want to happen. So how about this? How to freaking get the results you want? Because I guess getting results is different than getting results you want, right? Yeah, the results you want. That's what you that's what So we need. to make this super applicable for you, I want you to think about an area of your life, whether it's fitness, spirituality, you know, parenthood, relationships that you want different results in. One of the things I say in my keynotes and in all my classes is if you want to see different results, do things differently. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So keep that in mind. And as we're droning on and on, hopefully something that we say sparks an idea of something that you want different results in in your life. The first segment we have is getting booky with it. Na 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 na. Mm. And I just I don't have a quote for you. I just have a raving jaw dropping review of Educated by Tara Westover. It is a memoir. She was raised by survivalists out in the mountains of Idaho and As I've been reading this book, I'm like, this has to be, you know, how many years ago? No, she is 31 years old currently. She ends up coming to Provo, where Eric and I live. And so as she's going to college, she went to college where I went to college. She's about four years younger than me. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, did I see her in Provo? Have I seen her here? Have I seen her there? But anyway, the reason why I love this book so much is it will just literally crack your head open, especially because, like I said, she came to Provo. She was she was raised by Mormon survivalists, but it's not the Mormon religion like as the Mormon religion is, right? It's completely uh, self-interpreted. I don't know. It's completely self-interpreted in a way that is super far off from what the actual teachings are. She just was raised in this insane way, like off the grid, no birth certificate. And like I said, it's just so amazing for me to read it because one, it helps me remember we don't really ever know what people are coming from. Even people that we think we know their childhood, we think we know everything about them that we could know. So often in life, we just don't have all the facts. And it just makes me want to treat people with more kindness and more empathy and more understanding. And it's also just 
just beautifully, beautifully written. And there's some really beautiful messages. And I'm about two thirds of the way through the book. So when I'm done, I'll share some quotes I love. But I, I seriously don't even need to finish reading it to recommend Educated by Tara Westover. And if you want to get that for free and listen to it on Audible, that's how I read my books. That's how I get so many books read. That's audibletrial.com and then forward slash awesome with Allison and that's Allison with one L. And what that does is it gives you your first month free so you could get this book for free. It's audibletrial.com forward slash awesome with Allison. And again, the reason why we share that service is one, well, we do get an affiliate if you use it. But other than that, that's how we read books right? Like that's how we get them read. So that's our getting booky with it. Because we're talking about getting the results we want and the different things associated with that, I thought it would be fun if we add just like a little pump up section where I'm going to share a song with you that can change my mood no matter what. Even if I'm really, really down and out, maybe I don't get up and start dancing when it comes on, but it can like instantly flip my mood for me. And so I wanted to just share a quick clip of that with you. Isn't that song so good? It's All Tumble For You by Culture Club. It's by Culture Club, right? Back to that definition of insanity, which I'm always really curious about the definition of insanity because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty crazy. It is to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. So I want you to think about that thing in your life that you want to change. And I want you to ask yourself, have you been doing the same thing over and over again? but expecting different results. I think it's interesting because you might say, no, I wanna lose weight, and so I tried this diet, and I tried this diet, and I tried this diet. Well, starting a brand new diet every time you wanna lose weight and getting really, really excited about it and telling everyone you're gonna do it and buying all the supplies for it and then only following through for about five to seven days of it is technically doing the same thing over and over again. Do you see what I'm saying? So I want you to go like one step deeper and be really, really honest with yourself and start to see if you can recognize any patterns or habits. And this is something in my adult life. I am not very observant of my own patterns and habits a lot of the time. And it's maybe taken me like 10 years to notice a habit. Which is strange because you're very observant of other people. I'm observant in the sense of their habits, but like if you cut six inches off your hair, I probably wouldn't notice. Yeah. So yes, I'm observant of your feelings, your emotions, like how things are going for you, but I'm not observant like physically. I think people just have different strengths that way. I am more observant of like how people are maybe doing mentally, emotionally, or like results they want to get. And I can quickly pick up the patterns in their life, especially as I've been doing so much brand coaching, which essentially is like business therapy. Right. I've I've seen more patterns. But one thing that I have learned in my adult life and something that Eric has really helped me with is so many of the things I do are just a habit or a pattern. And so as we talk about how to get results, how to freaking get the results you want, we are going to talk about five things you can change. So this episode is all about the power of changing it up, switching it up. And I have three and Eric has two. 
And it's, it's like a Big Mac. It is like a Big Mac. This is a Big Mac episode. But you're we the meat. The, you're we, the meat and patties. Everybody likes the meat. Well, you can you can claim the special sauce. I'm the dry and the bun buns and the special sauce because <laughs> you're so special. Because I'm so special. <laughs> I'm a special (laughs) unicorn. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the first thing you can change if you want to see different results is change your surroundings. I had such a big, busy week last week. It started off by going to Baltimore at the beginning of the week and teaching my workshop for a private client. So if you're interested in my Build an Awesome Brand workshop and you're like, oh, she's traveling with it now. No, I don't want you to be confused. I was hired by a private client to come and teach my workshop to 50 of their consultants. So if you have 50 people you want me to come and teach your workshop, so this is a an MLM, a direct sales company, Perfectly Posh, it makes a lot of sense. We take the whole team out and we do the workshop. So first off, I'm changing my surroundings by I'm going to Baltimore. I'm also changing my surroundings in that rather than teaching the workshop to people who are buying tickets directly from me, I am teaching people who are with Posh, Perfectly Posh. And that is actually a very different experience. After Baltimore, we came home for a day and then I flew to LA and I went to a blogging conference called Mom Summit, Mom 2. It's Mom 2.0 Mom Summit. Okay. And it's in Pasadena. And then the next day, I took an Uber to Anaheim and spoke at a conference for dot dot smile. So especially I need you to imagine like the last like nearly five months of my life since the car accident, we've traveled and we've gone places, but not to the extent like I really changed my surroundings. Yeah. The other thing I did by changing my surroundings is I put myself like way out of my comfort zone. I didn't have anybody with me in LA, which made me kind of nervous about carrying my bags and doing different things like that. And I also, not only did I change my surroundings, I changed the people who were surrounding me. I went and talked to a book agent completely out of my comfort zone like I waited in line after she did a panel and like for five to ten minutes just stood there feeling like an idiot like coaching myself in my head like this you feel really good when people want to talk to you like this is a good thing Allison right I just want to emphasize like how uncomfortable and difficult it was for me to change my surroundings but when I came home yes I was exhausted Yes, I had a vulnerability hangover and needed to rest in bed for a full day, but I feel reborn. I feel renewed. I feel recharged. I feel refocused and recentered. And I had conversations with people and interacted with people that I would have never in a million years had interactions with. This is a good time to tell you that this episode is brought to you by my Build an Awesome Brand workshop. And genuinely, me going to this amazing conference and speaking to these people and going to Baltimore made me understand again and even more the value that the students have from coming to the Build an Awesome Brand workshop. So my Build an Awesome Brand workshop is for project starters, entrepreneurs, people who have a message that they want to put into the world that they feel excited about, that they are passionate about, but they want to get clear. You want to get clear on why you're doing what you're doing and not just get clear on why you're doing what you're doing, but how to get that message out to people and increase your 
engagement, increase your profits, and increase all the things that you need to increase in order to create a successful business. Our next workshop is on June 29th, and we may or may not be doing another one this year. I don't want to say it's the last one this year because I don't want to lie, but it's very, very likely we will not be doing another one. And the other thing is, because we had traveled to Baltimore in the beginning of the week, I was looking for an excuse not to go to the mom summit conference. And the reason why I went is Brene Brown was speaking. Ah! And this exact book agent that I wanted to talk to was going to be at the conference. So we were out of town. We've spent all this money, all this childcare. And I said to Eric, there is a really amazing conference happening. And he's like, are you speaking? And I'm like, no, I'm not speaking. And for me to go to some of these conferences where I've spoken before and go and not be a speaker, it's kind of a humbling experience. Because when you're going and you're like a part of it, and then you're going and you're a participant, sometimes you're like, well, what's my purpose? Have I gone backwards? But that constant like humility, I think is so important and is a big part of changing your surroundings. Because here in Provo, when I'm teaching my workshop and I'm doing things, I'm the big queen bee of my own world. And then I have to be really like humble and check my ego when I go other places that nobody gives a crap about me. And so I think that's why it can be so hard to change our surroundings because we're so comfortable and our ego and everything that makes us feel good is in this one little bubble. But you, if you want to see different results, you have to do things differently. And so I said to Eric, I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't go because um, it'll be expensive. I have to buy this plane ticket. And he was like, go. And I'm so lucky that I have Eric who is such an amazing support because sometimes it's hard to say that to yourself and that's me taking the opportunity to say to you, go. If you want to come to my Build an Awesome Brand workshop and you've been waiting for the right time, there will never be a right time. But if I had not gone to that conference, I would have not spoken to that exact agent. I also got to talk to Against All Grain on Instagram, Danielle. She's amazing. She's a New York Times bestselling author and she gave me all this advice for writing a book and working with people. Um, I got to speak with Kelsey Nixon, who's a friend, but we talked about things we wouldn't normally talk about. She's also written a book. I mean, you just have to change your surroundings. So this serves two purposes. One, if you want to see different results, change your surroundings, go somewhere new. And two, this episode is brought to you by my Build an Awesome Brand Workshop. If you want to learn more about that, go to allisonsbrandschool.com. That's Allison with one L. We want you there. We need you there. It is getting very close to filling up. And so do not hesitate. The time is now. Eric, what is number two? Number two is change your schedule. The reason why I brought this up is because I was in, uh, I had a certain schedule for like a year, my work schedule. I would start work at noon, from noon to whatever. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like, man, this is not my best time. And so I got obsessed with the schedules of artists and I did some reading. Oh yeah, and we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about this. But um, I wanted different results. I wanted to be more creative and I wanted to have more energy. And so the pendulum swung way too far the other way. And then I was starting really early in the morning for a Mm. while. And it was better but it wasn't right. And then I kind of found, you know, now that I'm starting mid-morning, I'm finding that's, I'm the most productive. And so 
I would just suggest if you are feeling lackluster about something or you, you don't have a ton of energy when you really want it, when you're trying to you know, do what you love doing, I would highly recommend changing your schedule. And it can be really hard because you have to you know, rely on other people usually to do that. Yeah. But it's so worth a try because if you're just stuck in the same schedule your whole life and you never knew that you're more, more productive in the morning or night or some other time, then that's kind of a bummer. I love that. I think this is always so applicable for me with exercise. Oh, yeah. That I I have to exercise at a certain time during the day. And if I don't do that, then I'm not going to exercise. Yeah. And I can get stuck in that routine for so long. And then so now I've been exercising at night for a long time, even though I don't love exercising at night. Yeah. And I realized I'm not going to exercise at night because I'm in too much pain. But it is so important for me to get exercise. And I know now my body is strong enough to start handling it. And so the last two mornings, I've woken up and I've exercised. And I'm just so excited about that new schedule change. Cool. That's great. So thank you for that inspiration. I love that. I love watching you do it. So number one was change your surroundings. Number two is change your schedule. And we'll move into number three, change your story. This is something that we talk about often because this is something that we need to fight every single day. And I recently, because I changed my surroundings, learned something new about changing your story. So what do we mean by story? The events that happen in your life are not always and are very often not at all in your control. Losing a loved one, getting hit by a car, small things like having to wait in a super long line when you didn't anticipate it. And the story is the narrative you create around those happenings. And when I was at that awesome conference, Brene Brown spoke and holy crap, mind blown, exploded, face smack, jaw drop. She is phenomenal. Like I worshiped Brene Brown before, but after seeing that woman speak, I was literally both hysterically laughing and crying. She is so talented and so amazing. And it was so inspiring to watch her stand in this power. And she talked about changing your story. And she said, the reason why we will very often give ourselves this negative dramatic story is because our brain craves a story. So we are programmed to survive, right? And when you give your brain like a wishy-washy story, like this person was mean to me, oh, it's probably because there was a misunderstanding or because they have something hard going on in their life. That is not a super concrete story for your brain. It's a better story for your mental well-being, but it's not a they hate me, they're a threat to me, that person hates me. That type of story actually gives you a higher chemical reward because your brain is craving that certainty this fight or flight type of situation. I loved learning this new fact about why is it that we go to the extreme? When somebody's rude to us, we automatically assume it's because we're a horrible person or because they're a horrible person. It's that extreme story gives your brain more of an extreme reward. That was such a cool thing for me to learn. And also, as we become aware of things like that, we can catch ourselves. So if you want to see different results, you have to change your story. Destructive thoughts yield destructive results. If you have destructive thoughts and that is your narrative and you walk around all day saying, I cannot lose weight. I have tried every diet and I cannot lose weight. You will not lose weight. How can I say this? One, I've done it. And two, I'm watching people I know do it. 
You're like, is it me? No, don't worry. It's not you. (laughs) But honestly, this story that you create, and I realized in so many things that I do, I create these stories of I'm an anxious person. I want to do a whole episode on labels and how detrimental I think they really are. I think that they can be good up to a degree for understanding and awareness, but I think people walking around with the label of I'm an introvert and so I can't do this or I'm an extrovert so I can't be expected to or you know I'm just not comfortable in those types those are all stories they're not facts they're stories yeah totally so number three is change your story being aware that the reason you are jumping to those extreme conclusions has to do with your chemical makeup in your brain, but that doesn't mean we can't adjust. That doesn't mean we can't work towards coming up with stories that actually serve us better in the long run rather than giving us that quick chemical reward. I have a question. Yes. What if you really believe the story though? How do you change it? Like how can you get a different perspective? That is such a good question. Like what if you really believe you're worthless I or what what if you really believe like I am introverted that's where I'm comfortable so I can't do well the question is do you love your comfort more than you love your goal I don't like asking for help and reaching out for things I don't like aggressively selling I don't like pitching people I like to create work that is so phenomenal that people will just flood and rush to me and I have done that for 10 or so years. And if I want to take my business and work and life to the next level, I have to start putting myself in more uncomfortable situations. So my story is if I create good work, I will be appreciated and I won't have to do anything that I don't You don't have to rely on anyone else. Yeah, I don't have to rely on anyone else either. And so I know this seems like such a small thing and maybe stupid to you guys, but like me standing in line to talk to someone who I felt very intimidated by and and is going to think I'm just an idiot. And I had reached out to her via email and she hadn't responded to me. I didn't create a story around that, that she doesn't like me and she doesn't want to meet me. I just said she probably didn't see the email or she didn't have time to get to it or she just doesn't like responding to emails. Mm -hmm. And so I had to change the story. So I really genuinely had to change what I believe that I am a grubby, greedy person if I have to reach out or if I have to say, come to my workshop. Even me selling this directly has taken years for me to get to this point. Yeah. Because I would just mention in passing that I have this workshop. And you have to ask yourself, is the comfort better than the result? The comfort of not saying, listen, my Build an Awesome Brand Workshop truly is changing people's lives. People who came a year ago are sending me emails and direct messages saying, I am seeing the fruits of my labor. I have been implementing this for a year. I know I have. Thank you. I also wanted to add that like, we can talk about whether you believe something or not, but the, the principle that trumps all of that is basically what you think you are, you are or will become. One hundred and that, that that trumps whatever you currently believe if you're in a state where like no this is pretty much set in stone well you're right it's set in stone because you just set it in stone last year i walked around to people honestly it wasn't even people who knew me very well saying i'm going to be very wealthy very soon and it was kind of a joke at first but really i was really working on growing my business so i could hire a full-time employee And then I set very specific goals for Q4 of how much money I was going to make. And by very wealthy, I mean we were getting out of credit card debt, right? Like I don't want (laughs) to, we were going to be able to pay all our bills with ease. And I really walked around saying, I'm going to be very wealthy very soon. 
And last year I tripled my profits. I I really did become the person that I said I was going to become. You did. And it's again, this idea, it's the law of attraction and people really misinterpret this. Like I walk around telling everyone that I'm going to make a million dollars and then I magically make a million dollars. No, you believe that you have the capability and the ability to make a million dollars. And then you start taking the actions that somebody who already has a million dollars would take. The short answer is fake it till you make it. Right. And by fake it, I mean, do your best to believe it. Love it. Okay. So that's change your story. What do you have next? Uh, change what you learn, AKA change what you read instead of learn. Cause I, <laughs> I was thinking about this. If you're watching TV shows and you're like, well, I'm going to start watching documentaries now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a good step in the right direction, yeah. but to really get different results, you have to change what you read or just start reading period. Yeah. Like this, this is, this is uh, successful people take in information, good information. Right. And the difference between TV and reading is reading is interactive. What I mean by that is your brain creates pictures and references in your mind. And so the information and the lessons you learn are much stronger than watching the picture be presented to you by a show. And just so you know, we have a TV in our bedroom. We love television. Oh, for sure. No, we totally entertain ourselves with TV, but... We, I mean, we do read a lot. One, one thing that I love about reading is, is you get to like with biographies and autobiographies, you get to have like personal interviews with people that have passed on that you would never get to be able to do in real life. Like, yeah, I remember one of the most influential books to me was uh, Benjamin Franklin's autobiography. It blew my mind. You know, this kid that came from super humble beginnings and then like figured out these principles and like lived them and learned them and became one of the most influential Americans Ever. Well, and it's like I'm raving about educated. The reason why it is such a huge value to me is hearing her story is making me see the world through her eyes and in this whole different way and appreciate things that I would have never been able to appreciate. Right. My next point to that was reading has heightened my awareness of myself and the world. Mm. Like you get so many perspectives to get different results. Like you can see all these other ideas, all these other ideas will come to you and they might not change the results at the moment but later on when something's presented to you you're like oh yeah I remember this and it connects and then yeah you can build off that it it raises your awareness and it raises your frequency in a way and you're like almost in this it just raises your awareness of the world and comprehend more and become a more valuable person to others especially I love that thank you and quickly the fifth one is change your movement this is a principle in weight loss this is a principle in depression and anxiety so When I would train for marathons, I ran three marathons before Eric and I were married. It would actually be very easy for me to gain weight because you're running so much and you're starving and you're just eating, eating, eating. You know, I would study that and and talk to a doctor. And if you really want to combat that, you have to not just do cardio, you have to do strength training too. If you're not losing weight and you're exercising and you're eating healthy, change the type of movement you're doing. I'm only using that as an, a concrete example. If you are listening to Eric and you're like, I am reading, but I'm still feeling in a creative rut, change the genre of books that you read, change the genre of podcasts that you listen to. If you're in a rut in your relationship, 
relationship, you guys think about what you're doing on your dates. Are you going to movies and dinner? Change the actual physical movement on your date. Go for a walk. Go bowling. You're like, bowling is stupid. I don't care. You're physically moving. One thing when I was laid up in bed and I couldn't move, I couldn't move. My body was in pain. I couldn't move. I would try to change rooms. And that goes back to changing your surroundings. But for me, even I would, when I was distracted from my pain, try to take a phone call walking around. And so I, we've talked about changing your body, changing your physiology to change your mental state so much. But I just wanted to throw it in there one more time because it truly, truly, truly can get you different results in your life emotionally, physically, spiritually, in every which way. So we're going to quickly recap the five things you can change to get the freaking results you want. The first one is change your surroundings. The second one is change your schedule. The third one is change your story. Eric's number four, change what you read. Change your input. Input equals output. And number five, change the movement of your body. We hope that this helps you get the freaking results that you want in life. We are so grateful. The podcast last month had more downloads than it's ever had. It was our biggest month, right? Is that right? We're going to hit a million downloads in the next month or so. Help us get to a million. Help us get to a million. Okay, I'm going to go on Instagram and I'm going to start giving things away. And Eric's going to read a review. The reviews help so much, you guys. Thank you so much. And when we read your review, you win some really fun swag, some I'm doing awesome tumblers, done as fun notepads. This will be so fun if we can get to a million. So if you have ever found an episode that brings you value, that brings you joy, that has helped you in any way, will you share it with someone you love? The podcast is the best thing for me ever. And I just got emotional thinking about it. (laughs) And we almost got through an episode without me crying. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I am just so overwhelmed with gratitude in this moment right here for you listening you, yes, you, right there listening. I, When people see me in person and tell me they listen to the podcast, it always blows my mind <laughs> because we're just sitting in this room talking, you know? But we are so honored to be a part of your routine in your life. And Eric, do you have a review? Yeah, this is from Where's Chelsea. She says, I'm pretty picky about the podcast I listen to, but I love this one. I listen to it when I run indoors on a track where there are no cars and it helps yeah. <laughs> and it helps keep my mind busy so I can power through and not think about how hard running is. I'm always left feeling inspired and with a few awesome things to add to my to-do list. Allison and Eric feel like my friends and I'm pretty sure if we ever met in person I'd probably hug them because I love their podcast Please so much. Please do! If there's anything in your life that you want to improve whether it's a personal thing or in your business this is a great podcast to listen to. At the end of each episode you'll feel more empowered and know exactly what you need to do to feel as awesome as you already are. I feel like she said everything right to make you really happy. I know because I already want to start crying. <laughs> Tears number two. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was Chelsea. It's Where's Chelsea? Where's then? Chelsea? Will you email awesome with Allison at theallisonshow.com? That's Allison with one L. McKenna, who helps with emails, so sweetly said, Can I just ask one thing? And I was like, Yes, I was expecting that I had done something horrible. And she's like, Can you please tell people to email awesome with Allison from the podcast? Because it's hard um, to keep all the emails straight. So it's awesome with Allison at theallisonshow.com. We want to thank you again for being here. And we want to thank you so much for just trying to be the best version of yourself because your self-care and self-love is the greatest form of service you can provide to this world. I want to remind you that only you can be you and you are already as awesome 
as you need to be. Eric, what are we going out on? Uh, this song is called Beachy Head. Ooh. This is a new playlist I'm working on, you know, in Pleasant Pictures Music Club. You could license this song. If you're a travel blogger, you want to make, yes. make your video even more beautiful, subscribe. You can use this in any way you like. It's already edited with full length, you know, two to three minute version, a 90 second version, 60 second, 30 second, 15, whatever you're making, you can just drag and drop it right in. Every track has that all ready to go. It is the most useful thing. Any photographers, videographers, anybody I work with is always like jackpot because I have the best music, right? Yeah. And um, I love that you were mad that this is happening because you don't want to share these songs. I actually don't love that everybody I have had access to this really high quality music for a long time. And it is very funny. I kind of, I, you know, I think sharing is caring and I'm obviously not a very caring person in this regard because I'm like, wait, that was my song. They're using my song, Yep. but I want you guys to have it because it really takes your projects to the next level and helps you get your message out there. So that's pleasant pictures dot club. But I just wanted to say one more thing. Okay. We just launched the year of music. We are, it's a subscription-based service. It's 52 incredible tracks that is perfect for your social media content. And it's live. PleasantPictures.club forward slash year of music. I love it. Okay. I really do love it. Here's Beachy Head.